Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4, episode 69 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today as we conclude this week's study of this week's Come Follow Me materials in Genesis chapters 28 to 33 in the week of February the 28th to March the 6th. And today uh, we conclude with Genesis 33 um, and there is... Uh, a very um, satisfying end uh, to this week's study uh, in regards to Esau and Jacob and their relationship. Um, there isn't very much really I have to say about it. It is very straightforward, uh, but there is a couple of things in here I want to pick out which are, I think, particularly interesting. Um, so in verses 1 to 3, um, Jacob organises his family um, according to wives and children when he sees Esau approaching. But this, I think, is a very fascinating thing he does in verse 2, and perhaps an indication of what is going to cause some of the problems as we go into next week's study. In verse 2, it says, And he put the handmaids and their children foremost, and Leah and her children after, and Rachel and Joseph hindermost, the furthest back, in in other words. Um, So this is interesting because he still believes that Esau is coming with his 400 men to obliterate him and his family. And so he's organized uh, his family so that basically Rachel and Joseph are the furthest back. And from what we learn about um, Joseph and uh, the feelings that his father has for him, um, perhaps this is an indication of how much he prefers Joseph. Um, we will be looking at that and the, the rifts that this causes in the, in his family Uh, as we go into next week's study. So I'm not going to dwell too much on it, but perhaps we see here the beginning of something which will cause some contention um, within the family. Um, Or perhaps he's just been organised. But it's almost this idea of, well, Rachel and Joseph, you go to the back. So if something does go wrong, you've got more time and more chance to get away. Um, And yeah, it's just an interesting uh, detail in there, which is in there for a reason. So uh, perhaps we can learn from that about valuing uh, what our family and love and loved ones equally and so on. Uh, however, we know that this is not the case. That Esau, in verse 4 it says, runs to meet Jacob and embraces him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. I imagine Esau, uh, Esau weeps out of joy of seeing his brother. I'm pretty sure there'll be some tears of relief uh, from Jacob uh, at this point. Um, Esau asks about the ch- ch- about the women and the children, um, and they present themselves, and it is a very tender moment as they all meet together. Esau then asks, um, and he said, "What meanest thou all this drove which I met?" And he said, "These are a, gr- a grace, are these are to find grace in the sight of my lord." And Esau said, "I have enough, my brother. Keep that thou hast unto thyself." Um, I mean, what a transformation. Uh, And so I I think we have to recognise, and in some cases pay tribute to, the change that Esau has gone through. The unfortunate thing is that we don't really know exactly what Esau has gone through over these, uh, well, the number of years that Jacob has been away uh, working for Laban. Uh, We don't know what experiences he's been through. We don't know uh, what has caused this change, whether it is just time has healed him whether it is he's gone through experiences, whether it is he's become and made himself more connected to the Lord or not, we don't really know. Um, But what we do know is that Esau has undergone this change for the better. 
And what an inspirational um, ex- account this is for all of us who want to change something in our lives. You know, Esau was at a point where he was going to kill Jacob. And now he's at a stage where not only is he welcoming and loving to Jacob when he when he arrives, he also is um, humble enough to not accept the the peace offering that Jacob brings him, but basically saying that Jacob doesn't need to give him a peace offering or something like that, that Esau is very happy and content with what he has, despite the fact that Jacob did deceive uh, in order to get uh, things that Esau at the time believed he should have had. Um, And this is just an incredible uh, change of heart for this man. And so what an incredible uh, change we can have if we... um, do that process of having faith in Christ, repenting of, of what we do when we can, um, or when we do it, and trying to change from that day forward. It, it, it is a, a great message here. But then um, Jacob urges um, Esau to take it, and Esau accepts the gift as well. So recognizing when people offer, um, you know, um, gifts or um, tender mercies to us that we do accept them because if we don't accept a blessing or a, a gift or a, or something that something wants something something that someone wants to give to us then we're denying them perhaps the blessings of being able to give it and so um, re- accepting it once we have said no we are okay that's fine accepting it is okay uh, and you know it's just it's just a wonderful uh, experience uh, meeting with, with the two of them meeting. Basically, to conclude the story, they they travel together, Esau offering protection for Jacob, which again is not a surprise considering the manner in which he is greeting him. Uh, And in verse 20, it says, And he, meaning Jacob, erected there an altar and called it El Eloi Israel, meaning God is the God of Israel. Jacob, after all of this, recognises the blessing that has come from the Lord, that the Lord's hand is in this, that whatever change has happened in Esau, and perhaps Jacob comes to know more than we do uh, what has caused this mighty change in in, uh, Esau, uh, that God is the God of Israel, that he is the cause of these things. And we must remember, we're now into 33 verses of Genesis. Um, And if you remember, it was in Genesis chapter 12 that we met Abraham. So we've dealt with Three generations within 20 20 chapters of scripture, um, which is not a lot to deal with three generations, considering when in the Book of Mormon, you know, the entire Book of Alma is a couple of generations or so, and that's 60 odd chapters. Of course, then you've got to think about the fact that, and of course, the Doctrine and Covenants, actually, before I move on, the Doctrine and Covenants is dealing with a dozen years or so, just over a dozen years, particularly if you focus on the sections that were received by the prophet Joseph Smith. Um, the old, the New Testament deals with a number of chapters within a few years when you look at the life of Christ. So the, the scriptures that we have, the standard works, generally deal with very specific periods of time, but the Old Testament is very different in the fact that, as I just mentioned, the, the 12 or so sorry, the um, the 20 or so chapters we've just studied for the last few weeks about Abraham, Isaac and Jacob um, deal with a few generations within just those 20 chapters. And then the 10 or 11 chapters previous to that deal with thousands of years. Um, you know, we are, we are going to miss some details along the way. And so the fact that we don't know why Esau has had this mighty change is unfortunate. Uh, and perhaps we will come to know that in future times. But... Um, 
to see that change is incredible and to recognize um, that we can make that change is an important lesson. Um, we will not, you know, through this study of the Old Testament through this year, get every detail of every story. And so we are going to have to uh, take some things broadly and wonder uh, why certain things happen. And they will have to continue to do this as we go into next week's study as well. So join us next week as we uh, begin from Tuesday, of course. But of course, join our Monday episode for our listener comments and anything else that we've studied. Uh, and we'll continue our study together. Thank you for joining us. Please join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and uh, also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com to share any of your insights and thoughts as well. Thank you very much for your time, and until we meet again.